And now for the show that takes dog training beyond your backyard. It's Bark Talk with Bonnie. Brought to you by Advanced Canine Techniques, your dog training specialists. Hello and welcome to another edition of Bark Talk with Bonnie. I'm very excited today we have Deanne Roder with us with Happy Dogs and she's going to talk about all of the different services that they have to offer here. Um, we like to highlight local businesses and all of the different services that they offer to various people in the community because you may not know about all of the things that they actually can do for you and your dog. So um, Deanne, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And tell us a little bit about some of the services that you have at Happy Dogs. So Happy Dogs, we are open seven days a week. Um, and 365 days a year, we offer daycare and boarding for dogs that have passed the temperament evaluation because all daycare and boarding dogs will go out to off-leash daycare in their separate groups. Um, we also have um, grooming and uh, self-wash tubs. And then we also have uh, retail where we sell um, raw food is popular. Uh, it's dehydrated or freeze-dried. We also have different, um, some kibble. Um, and some training aids like leashes and, you know, all, you know, retail stuff, toys okay. and whatever. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, now t- talk a little bit about the evaluation process that dogs have to go through before they can come to daycare. Okay, yes. So basically we need pretty well-mannered dogs that are coming for daycare and boarding. In order to do that, they, they must go through a temperament evaluation, and we do those through the week, Monday through Friday in the morning, and then also in the afternoon that coincide with our daycare times. We bring a dog in for about three hours, um, and that they will come in prior to the rest of the dogs going out to daycare so they can kind of get all their sniffs in and get a little comfortable in the environment before we introduce slowly one dog at a time and you know until we can gradually bring in quite a few dogs and see how that dog is handling the you know excitement with with other dogs and how they're meeting and greeting each other so that's really important because we want dogs to be comfortable there and feel safe so that's that's why we require that for daycare and for boarding that's very important. Now, what happens if a dog doesn't pass the um, temperament evaluation? So sometimes it, we can usually tell if, if a dog maybe just might need another another attempt um, on a, a day that's slower, maybe with less dogs. Um, ultimately, if we feel like they are not ready, then we would recommend some other type of training, um, socialization, which you know all about. Um, so... We try not to give up on them. We try and, you know, give them a couple of chances to see if they will warm up to the group. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think it's important to note, too, I mean, daycare is great for a lot of, it can be young and older dogs that like to play, are very social. There are some dogs, just like people, that are more introverted, though. Daycare may not be the right setting for them. So the staff will definitely share that with you as well. And um, just know that, I mean, you don't have a bad dog. You don't have a problem dog. Some dogs are just, they prefer intimate groups. They prefer two or three dogs in their backyard as opposed to a more a daycare setting that might be a little bit more overwhelming to them. But um, but the staff definitely knows um, knows what they're doing and will definitely, that way you know your dog is going to be in a safe environment and they're going to have a good experience when they're there as well. Um, talk about the training that your staff has to go through. So, yeah, we um, 
we do a couple different programs. We've done uh, Knowing Dogs uh, by the Dog Gurus, um, and then we've got some e-courses through Fetch Find, which are really great um, training, um, teaches a lot of the dog behavior and, and how to manage groups. Um, and in, in addition, they all have to be certified um, first aid, pet first aid, and CPR. Again, something you've helped <laughs> helped our staff to do. So yeah, we require that um, and make, make sure that they are up to date on all their training. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And then tell me, um, tell me about, so if your dog goes to daycare for the day, what should owners expect when they pick their dog up at the end of the day? They're going to expect a very excited dog to walk out the door. <laughs> and then as soon as they get in the car, they're going to probably fall asleep. Um, and many times dogs, when they get home, they're going to feel like they need to drink a lot of water. Um, while they've played, they've always got water available, but, um, they just, I think they're just, they've been overstimulated a little bit. They feel like they're really thirsty. So, but usually they're just going to sleep the rest of the evening. They may have their dinner and then they're, they're gone. They're worn out. They've had a great day. So, Yeah. Yep, and I can attest to that. I know when I bring, I, 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 brought, I just brought Rusty for a half a day yesterday too, and it was wonderful. He slept all afternoon. I have a picture of him laying on the kitchen floor because he likes to sleep on the tile. But he was, dogs are moving around, cats are moving around. He's just out, not paying attention to anything. <laughs> food wrappers are opening up, and he's not even getting up. So I know he's very tired because yeah. Rusty's very food motivated. Tired dogs are good dogs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now talk a little bit about the different um, services that your groomers offer. So um, they. They will groom pretty much any any breed. We don't have any off limit. Um, there's, you know, certain breeds need a whole lot more work than others. And doodles are real popular right now. And they all have so different, so much different um, fur just between doodles. And so some of them tend to mat quite a bit. So they need to have a little more regular every four to six weeks um, just to stay on top of that. Um, but again, we, we pretty much do all different kinds of dogs and some of them need haircuts. Some of them don't, many of them need de-shedding. Um, and so we also have walk-in services where people can just walk in and ask for a nail trim or a file, um, or maybe a paw trim or a face trim or something like that, that they don't need to have an appointment for, but all the other grooming services they do need to have appointments for. Yep. And I like the different spa packages that you have too, little facials and, you know, yes. the um, de-shedding options and the different options that you can provide too. Or if somebody has a request for different, you know, a specific shampoo, I'm sure your groomers could probably accommodate yes. that if necessary. Yeah, we have a new, uh, a new product that we're actually using now. It's all organic shampoo and conditioner all in one. Um, and that's been really popular. Um, we've had people come in and want mohawks and they wanted the mohawk painted red or whatever it's it's or they can have their nails painted too so (laughs) it's whatever the customer wants (laughs) it's it's a spa day for your pet so definitely take advantage of that I know I know my dogs are coming in next week because they all need baths and they might be getting the shedding package too (laughs) because Ginger and Sheba definitely need that um let's see here now let's talk about um so you said you're open 365 days a year um what is a typical day like for a dog that comes for daycare? What would their day, like when can the owners drop off? When can they pick up? What is the dog's day like? Yeah, so we're open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. And then on 
Sundays from 12 to 6. So anytime we're open, you can drop the dog off or pick it up. So if, they, if they're on their way to work and they drop them off at 7 o'clock, the dog will go into a crate or a room um, until 9 o'clock. So if they're there early and the owner brought breakfast, they'll give, we'll give them breakfast. Um, and then at 9 o'clock, the staff has already determined which dogs are there and which groups they belong in, and they will let the dogs out to their, you know, specific play areas at from 9 o'clock. And from 9 until noon, they're out in daycare. And they don't always necessarily stay in one location. A lot of times they will move around. We've got swimming pools and water fountains and everything right now with the hot weather. They'll come in at noon and take a well-deserved nap from 12 to 1. So they'll come back into their rooms. And that's that's how we differ a lot from a lot of um, daycares that the dogs are just out all in a group the whole day long. We do have um, the dogs put up during from 12 to 1. And then from 1 to 4, they will go back out again and do daycare. And typically they'll switch, you know, play yards if they were in one or another. We've got five different play yards that they can be in. Um, and they'll come in again at 4 o'clock and dinner's around 5 o'clock. Owners can pick them up anytime they want. Again, if they're, if it's during daycare, we it's kind of, um, you know, we have to call the dog in. So sometimes it's not a real quick bring the dog in, depending on what play area he's in. But after 4 o'clock, they're back in their kennels. And again, they're taking another little break. Um, so as long as they're picked up by 7 p.m., they're in there ready to go home and <laughs> tired, um, probably. And um, as far as our play areas, they all... We have the um, canine turf in the back, so the dogs go home much cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so. and I do training on that turf, too, and it's wonderful because there's no dirt. There's no, you know, it's just the dogs can run on it and play on it and, you know, have the swimming pools on it, and it's just, it's it's a really nice surface area. Yeah, yeah, and, and during this really hot weather, we do have um, a couple of large indoor spaces that are temperature, you know, climate controlled. Um, we do have one section way in the very back of our property that is real grass. We, we use that um, also for certain dogs. Some dogs um, don't handle a lot of rocks and we have a lot of rock eating dogs. <laughs> but in that back area, we have a sand pit that's, um, they, they love digging in it. They're digging to China for those dogs that can't get enough digging in. So <laughs> hopefully they won't go home and dig up their, you know, their family's yard. That's a get that digging out of their system. <laughs> nope. And I've seen some good sized holes back there too. They've been, some days I can tell they've been working really hard. <laughs> yeah. So it, it gave them a place to dig and not in the yard. Yeah. So the yard isn't being dug up. It's just in that sand pit. So yep. it's, it's been a, <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> now tell me a little bit about, you mentioned, um, that before the dogs go out to play groups that they are assigned to different, um, the staff assigns them different play groups. How do you determine that? And that's what the temperament evaluation is for. So it will determine what type of play this dog is. Now, when they come in, if they're a little puppy, they're obviously going to be with the smaller dogs. Um, but as that dog grows, he will probably go in with the larger dogs unless he doesn't have the same type of play as some of the larger, you know, more aggressive dogs. Um, so uh, oftentimes we will have some bigger dogs in with the little ones. Either they're older, they just don't need as much 
activity or they're, they move slower or they just, they play better with the smaller dogs. And, and so it, it really, it, that's what the temperament evaluation will determine. And usually once a dog starts growing, if it, if it's come as a puppy and it starts growing, we can tell that, yeah, this dog might be ready for the other group. It's, it might be a little too aggressive with some of the smaller dogs. Yep. Nope, and that's very true, too, just determining, you know, what play style your puppy has. And it's good to determine that, too. So if you do take your dog out to play with other dogs, you know, are they a rough-and-tumble, sumo-wrestler kind of a dog, or are they a little bit more stand on the sidelines and watch and be a cheerleader and, you know, kind of like do a little like they like to be ch- they like to chase, but they're not, they don't like to be chased. You know, we've, I've seen all different types of different play styles, yes. too. So just determining what what play style your dog has and just knowing what is appropriate play for your dog too. Are they a vocal player? Are they a quiet player? Are they a boxer? Are they a runner and roll on your belly all the time kind of a dog too? So that <laughs> so way you're true. not panicking when they're, you know, playing with the neighbor's dog and you're like, Oh my gosh, they're fighting. And it's like, no, that's, that's just play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's what the staff has, you know, really learned that there's a very appropriate play. There's a very appropriate responses that dogs have with other dogs and it's all appropriate. It's, it, it's how they learn. Yep, exactly. So. Now talk a little bit about your um, self-wash options for um, for clients coming in. Yeah, so that's a nice setup. It's a bathing system that's in there that's got all the, the shampoo and the conditioners and different fragrances and whatever. Um, obviously, they can come in for, it's $18. They can come in and use the facility. We've got the towels, the combs, the brushes, um, the hair dryer. Anything, every, anything and everything they need, and they don't have to mess up their house. They can mess up our house and then take home a nice, clean dog. So, yeah, it's a lot. Now, Very do, convenient. Do they need an appointment for that? Um, not necessarily. We do ask that, you know, if they can give us a call and let us know ahead of time. Um, we do have five groomers. They're not all there at the same time, but typically we have three groomers every day. So um, we have three tubs, so we try and schedule them in between when we know maybe there's not going to be every single tub used. Gotcha. So, nope. Yeah. Nope. And that's a good service if you your dog goes to the White River and jumps in or jumps in the creek at Morrow's Meadows and smells <laughs> like fish and needs a bath. and <laughs> um, Or you adopt a dog from the shelter and they might need a bath too. So now um, what do people need to bring in if they want to do a self-wash with their dogs? Do they need any type of documentation or vaccinations or any information to provide to you? We... It, it, we require that dogs are vaccinated. Um, on that, we basically will take their word. You know, they're signing a, an agreement saying, yes, that their dogs are up to date. But if they're just coming in for to do a self-wash, since they're not going to be with any other dogs, um, we, you know, we're not going to ask them to bring anything. Gotcha. We do require that for daycare and boarding and the other grooming dogs. But if they're just bringing their dog in themselves, we're just going to require on their word that, that, yes, their dog is up to date. Okay. Excellent. Nope. And that, yeah, like I said, it's great. I know I used to bring my dogs in there frequently to give them baths because, yeah, I, after bending over in the bathtub a couple of times, I, I'm too old for that. Now I can't do that anymore. Yeah. And the hair <laughs> clogging up your... Yeah. <laughs> clogging up the drains a little, little too much. Um, all right. Let's talk about, um, let's talk a little bit about training. I know that that is what I do, but talk about the different, you know, we do, we do group classes, but talk a little bit about why you developed the, the play and train option. Yeah. The play and train is great for dogs. Dogs that have already been um, 
pass the temperament evaluation. So they're uh, able to be there for daycare or boarding. And if a customer feels like they've got some issues that they want to work out with their dog, um, that's where they can schedule the play and train while they're there at while they're at our store, either for daycare or boarding. And you will come in and work with that dog um, individually on, and, and, you know, maybe out like you've done in the um, lobby where other dogs are coming and going just to help that dog, um, you know, get over whatever it is that they're having the issue with. So, yeah, it's uh, an additional cost to the daycare and boarding, but it's that one-on-one um, work that that dog needs for whatever it is that the customer is having issues with. Yep, and we can customize that to each individual owner and dog as well. So it might be basic manners. It might be leash reactivity. It might be, you know, daycare is a really fun place. So just calming behavior coming in the door, going out of the door, or just, you know, um, teaching them how to, to walk nicely on a leash coming in, in a facility or out of facility too. Um, and the nice thing that they have in their um, lobby is a treadmill, a specific treadmill for pets, which is fantastic. So we can, you know, um, we're working with a play and train right now that um, is doing fantastic just with his reactivity with other dogs and, you know, finding the right training aid and just, you know, teaching him how to walk on a treadmill, which is, you know, great. You know, daycare is good for exercise, but sometimes you just need a little bit more focus and a way to kind of help that dog just um, slow his mind down a little bit. So treadmill training is can be really valuable for that too. So that's something that you can always ask the staff about that we can provide for your dog in addition to daycare when they come in too, just to kind of help um, relax them a little bit or teach them how to do it at the store. So if you want to go home and you have a treadmill, your dog can do it um, at home. On You can be on any treadmill. The dogs can walk on any treadmill, but the pet ones are nice because they have the little barriers that they can't slip or fall and um, get their paw caught in it all. So that can be a really uh, valuable um, service that can be offered to clients as well. Um, and now talk a little bit about, I mean, your retail area is beautiful. Like it's every time I go in there, I'm just like, I want that and I want that. And I just, the, just the setup itself. How do you decide what retail products to, to, um, to offer? And so my husband really works on that. Um, I just, I design the stuff and you put, display it, but he, he designs, you know, things that he feels are uh, safe. Uh, like we have deer antlers. We don't have rawhide bones or anything like that. Um, so he does a lot of research on what kind of, you know, things are, I can't say indestructible because <laughs> you never know with dogs, <laughs> things that say that they are oftentimes aren't, but, you know, as safe as possible, um, something that would, you know, that you can interact with the dog too, as well, you know, besides your, your Kongs, which we've got an extra large Kong there. I didn't even know they made that big. I can't imagine what <laughs> dog is going to play with that, but it's a, a wobble one, but, um, you know, things where you can interact and, and play with the dog too, as well, besides things that they can, um, you know, entertain themselves with. We have some of the uh, the slow eating, slow feeding bowls. Those are real popular. We actually had to start going with that with our uh, husky because he'd wolf his food down in like ten seconds. So it, you know, those things are very popular. And um, uh, also, we like to be real active with our dogs outside. My husband runs the dogs almost every day, so we've got a lot of different running belts and with water that have the um, little cup that comes off so you can give your dog a drink too so um it's kind of 
based on what we like, <laughs> the things that we feel are, are you know, really cool and, and work for our type of life and think, you know, I bet you feel a few other people can use that too. Also have some of the harnesses that you can use in your car to keep your dog safe while you're driving. Um, so, Yeah. Yep. Nope. And that's excellent. And I know I saw that you just started offering CBD oil for dogs. Yes. Um, yes. which is a nice service. I mean, I, and I know some people might be a little bit skeptical, skeptical, skeptical about that. Um, but we are going to be doing a podcast just on CBD oil too, just the benefits, how it works, you know, just, yes. you know, something to consider for your dog too. It's not, you know, it may not be something that, you know, you definitely you know, you can ask your vet about it too. I know sometimes due to legal issues, they may not be able to recommend it or, or to offer it, but, but it is definitely alternative to kind of help some of those dogs with some real bad anxieties or, um, or even arthritis and, and some other things yes. too. Yeah. Seizures. Um, cause I was, you know, thinking it was more at first I was thinking it was more for calming and definitely calming something, but also for digestion and, um, epilepsy and, and seizures, uh, so there's, there's a lot of benefits. And so, yeah, we've got quite a few products that we just got in and they're human grade. So they're safe for us to use too. So we are really uh, looking forward to seeing how they work out for everybody. Yeah. And I would definitely, you know, consider even just, you know, stopping in the staff can always give you now, if somebody wants to come in and get a tour, when is the best time to do that? The best time is usually before nine, um, obviously not when the dogs are out during daycare. So between 12 and one, and then after four o'clock, um, we do have cameras that we can show people what the dogs are doing if they come in during that, during the daycare hours, but it's not safe to let people go out when the dogs are out. Dogs will get very aggressive when they see people that they don't recognize and that you're not supposed to be here and and that's when fights can happen and as well um you know we tell people you can drive around the back of the building and you can see you can look through the fence but don't get out of your car and don't come up to the fence because that is just really really unsafe for the dogs Mm -hmm. yep and that's good and that's good information to know too just kind of how to act or how to just you know when to come in for um for a tour and just to and just to understand that when dogs are playing and they're in a group and the staff are monitoring that, you know, it's, I, I think everybody, everybody wants to play with dogs. Everybody wants to kind of work at happy dogs, but you know, the staff are working hard when they're not just playing with dogs. They're constantly walking and supervising and monitoring body language, um, cleaning up after the dogs, you know, and then even before nine, after, you know, after four, cleaning all the kennels as the dogs are going home. Talk about, um, your cleaning procedures. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um it is a it's it's big. When when we um when we interview, you know, prospective um employees, you know, we're just like, "Well, why do you want to work here? I love dogs. I want to play with dogs." Well, you better love to clean because you're not really going to be playing with dogs. Dogs are playing with dogs. You are monitoring them, making sure it's it's safe, but you will be cleaning. You're going to be picking up all sorts of body waste and, and fluids and, you know, from the mouth or the rear end, wherever, um, and cleaning every every single thing a dog's nose could touch, you're, you're cleaning. So, yeah, we pretty much turn the place upside down after 4 o'clock. When the dogs come in, we start cleaning, and as dogs leave, we have to clean that enclosure. Everything gets, everything gets sanitized and um you know, sterilized basically. So yeah, it is, it's nonstop and that goes until about eight o'clock. So that it's, 
it's nonstop. <laughs> yeah, they're they're busy even as you know when they when they have a break when I come in for plant trains during the day they're sweeping the front office area they're in the back vacuuming as dogs are leaving the you know self wash tubs you know when I come into for training in the evening too. I mean, it always smells good. I can tell they've just like, you know, power washed the floor and they've used, you know, safe chemicals for the dogs, but just things that, that smell good, but are also kind of like, um, you know, antibacterial and, and deodorize and um, sanitize everything too. So it is safe. They have, you know, washers and dryers and dishwashers and just, they make sure that everything is, is safe for your dogs when they're back there too. So that's a, that's an added um, benefit, I think, for owners that, that take their dogs there is just that, you know, that it is very clean and safe for for your dogs. Right, right. And anytime a dog has, you know, any kind of a movement, it is picked up immediately because it's got to be, you know, we don't want other dogs getting into that. And for whatever reason, dogs love to do that. So pretty much the daycare staff is walking around with a poop scooper, scooper the whole time. <laughs> and they will let you know if your dog deposits anything from yes. your house as well. So, I mean, I came in one day and they let me know Rusty pooped out a sock. <laughs> No shock there, maybe a scrunchie or two. Yep. So, I mean, and I've been in the lobby when they've said, oh, yeah, they've, you know, a plastic Lego piece here and there. I mean, it's just, you know, and some, most owners are um, sometimes surprised, usually just not not surprised at all. But it's but it's helpful to know that the staff is that observant with your dogs. Like, they know if your dog's not feeling well, if they had an off day, if they had a really good day, they made a BFF, they made, they maybe they have a boyfriend or girlfriend there. Um but um, but it's nice to come in and for the in for the staff to be able to tell you you know yeah your dog had a really great day your dog we took the funniest picture of your dog you know and sometimes they'll send you text messages with your pets pictures and things too but um, just the fact that they really they know your dog's personalities I think are really are, are really beneficial for um, um, for you to want to bring your dog there and peace, that peace of mind. Um, any other so so if somebody wanted to come to Happy Dogs like what would you um, I guess why would you encourage them to come to your to to your facility to check it out? It's a good question. <laughs> I think we all we all love dogs and we all really are concerned about the dog having a good a good experience there and feeling safe. Um so you know we just we instill that in our employees when we typically can find that or feel that when we first meet with them, um, whether or not we feel like they're going to impart that same, you know, very caring and um, professional attitude with, with our customers. But we love them and we just want them to be safe and take care of them, you know, during the day as we'd want somebody to take care of ours. Yep, and they do, and they're in the, and the staff is, is fabulous too. I, at Christmas they gave me a little ornament with Rusty's picture in it. My husband would roll his eyes. I thought it was adorable. It's hanging in my closet. Um, it was on the tree at Christmas. Um, but even just, I mean, just little things too that kind of go above and beyond. I think are really are really helpful too. So, um, so we definitely encourage you to, um, you know, to stop by. Um, what is the um, address and telephone number of Happy Dogs? Uh, it's fifty seven hundred West Kilgore. It's kind of across the street of the old Borg Warner plant where that was. And the phone number is 765-288-8186. You can call or text us at that number. And what is the cost for daycare and boarding? So daycare is $23 a day for a full day. Uh, half a day is 18 We also offer packages. It's a 10% discount. 
Um, for boarding, we have two different, we've got suites, and then we have just the, the kennels that they stay in. So it's either $37 or $42 uh, for one dog, and then there's a little discount for the second or third. Um, and again, we have packages for that. And that boarding is for 24 hours. So when, when they're there for boarding, they also have up to six hours of daycare. So it's that 37 or 42 includes daycare. And again, that's why anybody that's interested in boarding or daycare must go through that evaluation. We don't, we don't board dogs that, you know, are not, are not comfortable there. Yeah, nope. And that's and I think that's key too that they they keep your dog's, you know, safety and comfort in mind. If it's not a good fit for them, they don't they they they'd rather make sure your dog is either at home or having a pet sitter if necessary. Just I mean, they want to have the dogs there that like the they want the extroverts. They want the dogs that like to run and play and have a good time and and be real social too, which I think is is really important. Um, let's see here. I think that's all that we have. Any other final thoughts about happy dogs or anything you want to share? I think we covered it. Okay. Just, yeah. I mean, they have lots of services. Definitely stop by to check them out. We want to thank Deanne for coming over and definitely stop by Happy Dogs and check us out for classes, boarding, daycare, grooming, um, self-washes, and their retail section and see what they have to offer. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks and have a good day. You've been listening to Bark Talk. For more information, go to our website, advancedcaninetechniques.com, or find us on Facebook.